and you can't hear whoa, 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 whoa. it either. I'm not allowed to you discriminate, so see. I can't determine whether I see or not. Because <laughs> if I see, then I'm discriminating against the unseen. But if I can't, if if I can't see, then I'm discriminating against the scene. Therefore, I'm a bigot no matter what I do. Bigotry makes the world go round, Mel. That's what I've decided. Hello? Is there somebody there? It's to deliver us some evil podcast, motherfucker. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone heard the clinking of the ice in my glass, uh, it is currently 7.48 in the morning. I have been up all night, and I am drinking tequila with vodka and orange juice. And I took a sip during the intro and just heard clink, 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 clink. Like, Mel, you put fucking ice in it again. I'm like, oh shit, I get to take yes, the ice. Yes. So all he does I'm casually here. sipping yep. during the intro. <laughs> that's the uh, that that that's the level of the fucks I don't give right now. I've been up all night researching. I'm here just for the people. I'm here for the people. I'm here full of energy, full of tequila and orange juice. Yes. And let's get this shit going. Welcome to Deliver Us Some Evil. I am in the alcohol clutch and motherfucking doing it today i'm joined by the lovely voluptuous mel november mel why don't you say hi to everyone hi there and yes mel we were talking about how the apartment's been haunted the past couple of nights because the lights the light flicker yeah the, the light flickers and i'm like oh shit there we go we've invited evil into the uh, studio the goddamn 17 dollar now, now i'm gonna get last forever man i'm gonna get god and it, it's okay i'm, I'm all right without even that. leaving your apartment you're gonna get god yeah like, like, I, no, I tried to hide away from the world it didn't work. i don't go on the outside anymore unless like mel the drags outside. me to like a place because there's nothing out there your for fucking me face on the bus last time we went out you're just like those two guys having a conversation <laughs> on either side of you putting your hand in front of you and yeah. you're staring just, daggers at yeah. me across the aisle of the bus going I fuck you, like, you mel you, you this brought is your me fault. around people but hey at least that one guy recognized he broke prison rules and has like yo my man i apologize he, like, <laughs> yeah, he had to apologize to me because if he had yeah, if he had it apologized <laughs> i probably would have like throat punched him on my way off the bus and then it would have been a hate crime and then everyone would have seen my face on the 10 o'clock news it's fucking mel's fault yeah. for taking me out of the honestly apartment. i blamed you <laughs> you weren't the one putting your hand in my face but i blamed you i feel like a true democrat i <laughs> Is that look that you were giving me across the aisle on the bus? I was like, I'm hey, so man, sorry. The, I even know what they were talking about. They were just like spitting with every word and like hand waving. It was, lots and lots of hand it, gestures. It was just your typical <laughs> Albany bus. Yes. Just your typical Albany bus, man. Yes. All right. Speaking of typical Albany shit, Albany yes. is on uh, is, is on theme for today's episode because we we're going to talk about Albany hauntings. Albany's on the, on the haunted watch the list. Albany area. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it is on the haunted watch list. And I'm actually surprised. I knew about some of these hauntings, but yeah. uh, Albany's way more haunted than I thought it was or gave it credit for. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, I did the research for this episode way back before, like, Valentine's Day and then, like, Woman's Day and all that shit. Yeah. And then, like, that spawned the uh, Cherry Hill episode. That's right. And uh, I think there was one more that episode that it spawned, too. Uh, Oh shit! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, Cherry Hill came out of this, and then we we just said, you know, fuck the rest of the the hauntings. But you know, we've been covering a lot of murder, a lot of death. We uh, just recently did a cryptid episode. I'm like, I don't really want to do two cryptid episodes back to back, and yeah. I really want to cover a lot of death and murder. And the only other script I really had, you know, up and running for us right now. Was about a little girl being raped and murdered. I'm like, I don't really want to want to cover that. Let's uh, so keep it we're we're a doing lighter today. Yeah, yeah, we're doing hauntings. Yes. Honestly, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with. I that. am too, and I, it'd be nice if this fall we could go on like the haunted Albany tour or, yes, or like yes. any go see Honestly, go to I don't, a cemetery I don't know much or anything. About the, uh, the haunted tour, like isn't it like the tour of like the the, uh, the Capitol building? building? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about as much of it as I, as I know, <laughs> I <don't> man. Know. <laughs> but, be, but there's be kind a of fun. shit ton of old cemeteries around here. Yeah. It'd be cool to go to one of those. Yeah, it would. I mean, we were always trying to make a plan to go to like Albany Rural Cemetery, but then we're just like, no, it's the <laughs> hey, outside. Man, we don't have a car. It's the outside. Also, like, if I'm going to visit the cemetery, I'm going to want it to be like midnight. 
Like, I'm not going to want to go in the middle of the day. Exactly. And you <laughs> don't. Because you don't want to do fun shit. You don't want to bring <laughs> oh a recorder. God. You don't want to bring a Ouija board. Oh, my God. And go no. in the haunted, you know, go in the middle of the cemetery with a Ouija board, smoke a little weed. No, we could. Yeah, no, you don't want to do an any, audio medium. Cool. We could fake that. <laughs> Fuck you. I, we fake nothing on the show. All right. We are a professional <laughs> yes, podcast. Yes, those, those were genuine ice cubes. <laughs> yes, yes. There's nothing fake about these ice cubes or the, the, the what's in it, okay? <laughs> It is all genuine. See that that that's what makes Eli go round. <laughs> all right, so let's let's get into the Albany hauntings. Yes, I'm gonna have a shit ton of different hauntings. A lot of them are gonna be really quick because there's not a lot of information. You know, you can't just like pull up a book and be like, oh, this haunting, and then here's this information, this story. Oh my god, all this, he has is the internet. Yeah, people. All, all I literally have <laughs> is the unfathomable in in set the unfathomable amount of in free information on the internet like unlimited information yes. and i still can't scrape together <laughs> much on all this shit because apparently ghost hauntings in albany aren't that popular to talk about what? on the fucking internet <laughs> and when they do it's just like the same six hauntings over and over and over again oh man we need some new hauntings man we do we do we do need some uh Uncover some up some old ones. but some of them are pretty good i know we've probably mentioned a few here and there and yeah. you know We'll just, let's talk about them. Let's, let's talk, talk about them. So them. the first one is the Albany Rural Cemetery. And we have referenced this one in multiple we episodes. And we're trying to find it on a map. I don't think yeah. we ever actually found no, it. No, I don't think we ever found it on, on a map. Because, I, I don't know, fucking Google Maps sucks anyways. You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is the one where we were always referencing. Oh, shit, now I can't even remember the doctor's name. It was the, yes. the scientist who was studying the weird phenomena that I like highly respect. And you're, you know, you're over there like, fuck. I don't know. I've just never heard of him. I'm sure his name will come back up, but he's yeah. buried in Albany Rural Cemetery amongst other notables that will surprise you. Yes. And we should do a, we should absolutely go there with our equipment and just like yeah, honestly, during the day. No, no. See, nothing on a nice, nothing sunny good ever day. happens during the day. In fact, Albany Rural Cemetery, the hauntings happen at night or really early morning. So you can't go to like the middle of the day. I don't want to actually go and see. I just want to see like gravestones. Okay, and say, oh, no, no. cool we, things we gotta, might happen no, here at we, night. We got to go. But we're not here at night. <laughs> no, we got to go and see some shit. Okay, even if it's just <laughs> taking a bunch of mushrooms and seeing goblins, we're gonna see some shit. Oh my all right? God. So let's let's talk about our Albany Rural Cemetery. Yes. Why do you think Albany has that cemetery? Because they have dead people. Well, yeah, no, no fucking shit. <laughs> but Albany actually had a shit ton of other cemeteries prior to the Albany Rural Cemetery being built, essentially. Um, and w we will talk about a few of the other ones, like the Tenbrook uh, Cemetery and stuff. But even like Washington Park used to be a cemetery. Wait, the Washington yeah, Park the, that yeah, I can see from my yeah, window? Yeah, right really? down the street from me. Yeah, it, was, it used to be a cemetery? It used to be one of Albany's biggest cemeteries way back in the day. But they were just like running out of space and stacking them like two, three, four high and it was becoming a health issue and rich people were building up around there so they just like built the Albany Rural Cemetery for the overflow and moved a lot of the bodies over there. <laughs> so right now as we speak, <laughs> oh Washington God. Park could still probably have unknown bodies somewhere there. Oh my God, neat. <laughs> yeah, so in 1841, due to health issues and the deterior deterioration, wow, alcohol sucks, <laughs> of uh, church cemeteries in the area, Coupled with the flooding at the State Street Burial Ground, there was a public undertaking in purchasing land to develop a rural cemetery in Albany. That makes so, sense. There was a lot of flooding here. Yeah, a lot of flooding, a lot of, you know, people getting sick because of, you know, dead people and a bunch of other floating shit. Floating around. Yeah, just <laughs> swimming with grandma's corpse well past the season for it, you know. It's just unfortunate. I'm, I'm glad I never saw bodies floating down the street And, and again, again, ago. one of the biggest forces pushing for this new cemetery was gentrification oh well. you know all the rich people yeah. were coming up you know from downtown and building up more and more and more and so they needed more land yeah that makes sense yeah indian burial grounds be damned right <laughs> so they purchased a plot of land and began burying bodies at the site which is now the albany rural cemetery no shit right past eli fucks us with the obvious he's a captain <laughs> obvious all right so the land once was the site of a church and a mill but now i don't really think any of the, like the original buildings exist i don't even think the foundations are there 
anymore. Okay. So it's just how old like the land is and just everything. It's just fucking old as shit. Oh, this is making me want to go, but definitely during the day. No, definitely at night. <laughs> definitely at night. So by 1866, the Albany Common Council authorized the transferal of essentially all the remains located on the State Street uh, burial grounds, the Tenbrook Cemetery, Washington Park, and various other church cemeteries, such as St. Peter's Episcopal Church at, uh, to Albany Rural Cemetery. So they all moved shit to the corpses. It must have been an interesting undertaking. That must have been a really <laughs> shitty job, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> really shitty job. So what's, what's interesting about Washington Park and Tenbrook, Mel? I don't know, besides the fact that I, I'm in Washington Park regularly. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it, it's not just because they started stacking bodies on top of each other because, you know, there were small cemeteries. But the area was essentially being gentrified, like I said previously. And there was no need for more. And there was a need for more room in Albany for the wealthy to live because Albany was becoming a booming place. Yeah. And in fact, I want to say the state capital might have been a part of that undertaking of gentrification. Interesting. Uh, some people still say that if you pay attention while in Washington Park, you can see the upset ghosts of people who can't find their new resting place. Oh, my God. So, no. Washington Park is now haunted, Mel. Well, not that I would ever go there at night because of, you know, uh, no, man. I, I used gunfire to go, and drugs. Yeah, but that's the best place to go smoke weed, people. publicly, oh, man. You go God. there like 10 o'clock, you start smoking weed. And honestly, enough weed, you'll start seeing ghost bitches crossing that bridge, you know, right, right across <laughs> the center, man. They could be just white women who are really pale, but they look like ghosts. <laughs> they might as well be ghosts, right? I can't discriminate between the two. <laughs> <laughs> no discrimination. No we are discrimination, the anti-discrimination man. podcast. Not some ghost bitches. <laughs> so Albany Rural Cemetery is possibly one of the most haunted locations in Albany, Mel. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, what? Why do I even have you here on the show? <laughs> do you know anything? I don't even know where it is. You couldn't even find it. Yeah, I mean, that. I don't know where it is. In, it's it's in Albany County somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are many notable uh, notable people buried in the cemetery, including Chester Arthur, the 21st U.S. president. Uh, many Civil War... Honestly, no one knows who Chester Arthur is. I know, I'm thinking, he's, huh? he's like one of the most forgotten presidents. There's actually a couple schools down in New York City named after him. <laughs> uh, so much for being the 21st president, though, right? <laughs> uh, I even had to look it, because like, I heard Chester Arthur. I'm like, I don't even know what number president he is. So I had to look it up. <laughs> Um, uh, I failed civics. I, I didn't even take civics. Fuck civics. So uh, there, not just him. So there are many Civil War soldiers, you know, a few senators, mayors, and a shit ton of criminals. Oh, really? Such as Carlisle Harris. Okay. And Carlisle was accused of murdering his wife. Ooh. And it was during the trial that prosecutors revealed, find, uh, revealed that they found morphine in his dead wife's stomach. Oh. Uh, he had also performed an abortion on her and refused to publicly acknowledge their marriage. He sounds like a bit of a dick. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. Bit of a douchebag. So in 1893, Harris was found guilty and sentenced to death. He was strapped into the electric chair at Sing Sing Prison, and eventually he was buried at the Albany Royal Cemetery. Oh my uh, god. And you can see him sometimes. What? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes if you're there, you can see his ghost walking around. Wait, people have said that they've seen him. Yeah, uh, he like likes to chill at his his headstone. <laughs> just you know, just chilling, doing ghost shit. You know, doing ghost, giving shit. ghost bitches abortions. <laughs> apparently, shooting up some morphine. <laughs> oh my god! And by the way, you only get morphine in your stomach if you were eating the morphine and not injecting yeah. yourself with it. So that's a very painful way to go. Oh. And probably the way he thought you're supposed to put morphine on a person's system. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> so the 467-acre cemetery is host to a slew of ghosts and apparitions and other weird supernatural paranormal events. That's a big cemetery. It is huge. Where the hell is it? There's There <laughs> was, I think, like a couple different like lakes and ponds and shit there. It, oh, they, they drained lakes and shit well, to well, put... Well, it's not like a... I say lake. It's yeah. in quotes lake. It's called a lake, but it's... Like Area a bit, that floods? It's a giant pond. <laughs> All right. And yeah, and there, was, there actually is uh, one that they filled in. Oh, uh, my goodness. Because it was haunted, by the way. What? And too expensive to maintain. <laughs> but I'm, I, I just like to go with the fact that it, it might have been just too haunted. So uh, there are many stories of people being seen in old-fashioned pajamas, just kind of drifting along the paths at twilight, just walking around, just chilling in the cemetery. Oh, uh, then there God. are the glowing orbs that appear in the photographs, unexplained shadows, and spectral black dogs. 
Spectral black dogs? Yeah, yeah, you, you just see a black dog, you know, just chilling. What if it was a real dog? How would you know? Yeah, you wouldn't know. It's spectral. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, not to mention more modern hauntings, such as a mysterious black sports utility vehicle patrolling the area. People have mentioned that they've seen men in black, having reportedly stopped people walking in the area and asked them strange questions about aliens and ghosts, or just driving in the area. So that's uh, that, uh, the, uh, the black sports utility. That is apparently a local version of, of the, the black, uh, black Volga. Volga. Yeah, the black Volga story. Oh, my God. And then that is often combined, especially in New York, combined with Men in Black. Because Albany, we are what, only like two or three, four hours away from like New Jersey, like the yeah. America's capital of like alien sightings and UFO landings and shit, <laughs> and uh, methamphetamine abuse. <laughs> White people love their meth, Mel, and aliens. I just like real around here like, yeah men um, in black and no they're not saying black men there's a lot of black men <laughs> walking around asking me what the fuck you're doing late that night in albany no we're talking about the men, men in, in black black and and essentially like a version of the black volga yeah for real oh uh. yeah oh yeah mel and i'm then, slightly more i'm slightly more curious i slightly want more want to go but now i would go maybe at twilight but i don't want to go, go at dark. night yeah, we, have to go at night, no. we have to go at night and then there is a big black dog that appears at dusk he's got red eyes and tends to keep pace with people walking their dogs because rural cemetery the albany rural cemetery is kind of like a park and it's oh, always okay. kind of been treated like a park where people like take, bring their dogs and you know they go on walks. There used to be like carriage rides through the through the cemetery and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, around like the lakes and stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, that must be freaking huge. People don't do that shit so much anymore because you know modern life fucking sucks and we we're not groovy anymore. Apparently, we don't spend our time in cemeteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tend to look down on people who hang out in cemeteries. <laughs> Teenage Eli apparently was a weirdo because he liked to do drugs in the cemetery. You know, what did you see else, at the cemetery? Everyone else did drugs in their basement or at school. I'm like, you know what? Let's do drugs in the cemetery. Because, you know, that's what oh fun kids God. do. And definitely don't murder your friend in the woods and then start paying, you know, having your having your friends pay yes, to go see the, the body. the acid king. Yeah, oh, my God. You love the acid king so much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the dog follows them. Um uh, whenever people are walking their dogs or just walking around, the dog will keep pace with them and follows them when they try to leave on the Macadam Road. So, you know, there's Macadam Road there. And it will mysteriously vanish once it reaches the limits of the cemetery. So once it reaches the borders, it just disappears. And many of the stories describe the owner's dogs not sensing or even acting like they are aware of the presence of a second dog. So the people see this dog, but the dog's like, I don't see anything. Because he definitely knows that ghost is there. And he's like, if you recognize the ghost and you give it attention, it will eat you. So you just don't pay attention to the ghost. And nobody's listening to these dogs. Yeah, no one. Yeah, <laughs> or cats, man. Cats look in the, ce- like, like the, the corner of the, roo- or the the ceiling of your room. Yes. Fucking, they're looking at demons. Demons. It must demons. be demons. Not even spiders or anything. There's no, nothing it, there. it's demons. Oh. Uh, and as you can see, Mel, the majority of the stories predate the death of the next notable to be mentioned. But given their strange story, it is likely that uh, they might be the cause of all the supernatural activity. Oh, who? What is it? Charles Fort. Wait, who's that? He's the he's that scientist I was talking about. Okay, the, the, right. uh, well, the oh, researcher with paranormal yeah, activity yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah okay. he was researching strange phenomena. Strange phenomena. Yeah. No, I forgot what he what what they call it. Anomalous phenomena was That's his right. like, Anomalous area phenomena. of expertise, but. It is arguably um, proven that after he got buried there, the yeah. activity picked up and became more frequent. Oh my God. Coincidence, I think not. Mel. Coincidence, I think not. Coincidence, I think not. And uh, so, essentially, he is a writer. He was a writer. He wrote yeah. a bunch of books. Uh, I've actually read a few of his books. But uh, he was a writer. He was born in Albany, and he was an expert on anomalous phenomenon. Uh, he wrote books like Book of the Damned, uh, which covers many things such as you know UFOs, strange falls, or organic and inorganic materials found you know falling from the sky, odd weather patterns. He even dipped his toe in uh, what would later come to be known as cryptozoology. Uh-huh. He might actually be considered nice. the grandfather of that. Really? Yeah. Wow. He, he really kind of, you know, brought a lot of that cool nerdy shit to science. <laughs> and of course, science being the dogmatic religion that it is, is like, no, you know, fuck you. Fuck you. Laws of physics. Laws of physics. Einstein. Fuck Definitely you. Definitely no Bigfoot. Definitely no Bigfoot. There's no they such way. They discriminate against Yeah, there's no boys. way any species other than the human could appear to be human. Of course. Of 
course. Uh, he even wrote a book where he just said, these people are a bunch of science bitches. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he, he essentially said that science has become a de facto religion. And I agree. Wow. And with all the vaccine shit, all the political shit you see with it, you kind of kind of see where he, where he was coming Sadly, from. Sadly, I have lost yeah. my belief in science. I, I, I lost my belief in science, and now I believe in ghosts. <laughs> so who are you going to call? <laughs> Charles Ford. <laughs> with a fucking Ouija board, because he's dead now. <laughs> He'd probably appreciate it, uh, So he wasn't necessarily aiming... Uh, so he many wrote off his claims and all of his research and shit and just theories and crackpot and he likes to smoke crack and pot but uh, <laughs> Charles Fort wasn't necessarily aiming to prove the existence of any of these events he was just trying to explain them oh, he was oh, so okay. he was trying to bring a logical explanation to things that people are seeing they're definitely seeing them because there won't be stories about them if they weren't seeing them. But he's not trying to say that, yeah, they exist or they don't exist. He's just trying to say, yeah, okay, here's a possible explanation for it. Kind of like swamp gas farts and shit for, you know, <laughs> like aliens and stuff. Uh, and essentially, he was given rational origins to ira- irrational occurrences. And when, when I talk about Strange Falls, I'm talking about, like, why certain areas in South America will, like, once a year rain spiders from the sky. You know, that is actually a thing. Yeah, that, that is a thing. Weird. Well, we now know it's because, like, water spouts and tornadoes, <clears throat> you know, yeah. suck them up. And then they go up in the air, and then they get frozen, and they fall, and then, boom, they fall down dead I never want to be part. in a spider shower. Yeah, fuck that shit. But Frogs, back, back then, back in, like, you know, when he was alive, it was fucking, you know, magic. <laughs> <laughs> so what was his explanation for the spider, I don't know. Re- spider read showers? Fucking, read his books, no, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Uh, so his work in the in the man himself suggested that the whole science versus religion fight was merely a distraction for the fact that science itself become a sort of de facto religion. And he compared scientists to religious fundamentalists, and given that they are equally closed-minded. Oh my god! Couldn't say it better myself. Oh goodness! Yeah. And uh, yeah. since he worked so heavily with weird, strange things, it's likely that he's the source of the psychic energy necessary for many of his phenomena to even occur. So his, they're pretty much saying like his ghost is probably walking around the cemetery, poking like ghosts in the ass and trying to figure it out, and, you know, trying to put his finger. <laughs> his work never ends. Really trying to finger the solution because <laughs> his work never ends, Mel. <laughs> so while uh, constant, so you have. Uh, you have him, you have a couple other, you know, buried notables. But here's where we're going to talk about that lake I was mentioning. Yes. So it's called Consecration Lake. And it's now drained and very little evidence of it existing is still around except for like a rusty bridge and a few above ground vaults. Because uh, right now it just looks kind of like a, like a forest. It is presently one of Albany Rural Cemetery's most secluded spots and was consecrated on October 7th, 1844. Oh my God. Uh, so it, it was uh, in 1869. It was a highly visible part of the cemetery, which acted, you know, like I said previously, like a park more than a place where we just stored our dead. Yeah. And uh, there were tours and old pictures. Like literally, you can find old pictures showing carriages taking people around the lake, and just people walking the paths. And it was a really nice area. And now it's where crackheads go to smoke crack. <laughs> yes. But uh, the tour itself took place on either side of the sparkling creek that led to the ornamental lake. So it was, it was like a man-made ornamental yeah. lake, uh, which had a cast iron fountain in the shape of a cherub holding a dolphin leaning against a column in its center. And I'm pretty sure the cherub was pissing. <laughs> of course, that's yes, really the only yeah, thing they do. Absolutely. And according to the the the, uh, the writing below some of these pictures, the uh, the fountain spray was somewhere like 30 feet into the air. So it was like this big Oh, wow, that's spray. big. Yeah, it's big. And it looked really nice. And I have no idea where the, uh, I don't think anyone knows where the uh, fountain went. Yeah, I was wondering, is the fountain still there? No idea. Huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's not in the spot where, now where I wanna it was. Go, now I want to go see this, but no still not during it. Not during the nighttime. Yeah. No, you have to go at night, Mel. Again, <laughs> we, we've established we're going at night. So to make the lake, they uh, they dammed the more more Daenerys. I'm going to fuck up a lot of these shitty, shitty names. But it's the more Daenerys kill, where the ravine widens into a natural amphitheater, right? And the more Daenerys kill itself essentially has a dark story behind it. Oh. <laughs> so it's the name. It's, it's named since there are. Uh, the, it's named after what used. Uh, there used to be like a bridge there. And uh, they, they crossed it, so it was like a creek. And it gets the name of the Mordeners because, you know, I guess that's like Dutch or something for murder. 
or oh, kill oh, or whatever. Oh, okay, because kill is stream in Dutch. Yeah, so I want to say it's like murder stream <laughs> is, is the rough definition. But <laughs> essentially there used to be a bridge that murder crossed stream. it way, way, way back before, like, you know, Albany was a thing and we were yeah. like a fucking colony, essentially. And uh, a murder occurred near the bridge, which at the time was a part of the road between Albany and Troy that ran along the riverbank. Okay. And so ever since then, they just called it the Mordenair Kill. <laughs> murder stream. Murder stream. <laughs> so according to the legend, when the lake was still there, some people reported seeing the ghost of an unknown man walking around the edges of the lake at midnight. Oh, my uh, God. And he would just make laps until the early morning when he would uh, walk into the lake right towards the center of the fountain and just poof, disappear, vanish. And there were reports from groundskeepers back then that uh, they were complaining of people messing with the lids of uh, nearby vaults at night. So, like, like, the vaults would just be open and be like, fucking kids over here just trying to fuck a corpse or whatever they fucking thought. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like 1866, man. <laughs> the fuck are they going to do with it? Uh, so, he was, he was they, they were all complaining, saying, you know, what the fuck? And uh, they, they believed it was grave robbers or just some kids up to no good. So, he decided to, uh, this one guy in particular, decided to wait, lay in wait and, uh, to ambush whoever was doing it. That was when he witnessed the ghost of the man walking around the lake and eventually disappearing. Oh, my goodness. And uh, confused, he checked the vault, which he knew was shut before the evening began and found that it was somehow opened without making a noise. No, my God. Uh, some other versions of the story say that the vault itself is reclosed by the ghost when he disappears at the fountain. <laughs> Either way, it's fucking I creepy shit. I think that, I think so that groundskeeper weird. was just an alcoholic. <laughs> Who was just, again, drinking among the drinking tombstones. Drinking sunrise. that's what you do. You drink among the, the tombstones. Uh, technically, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, but for me, it's like closer to like 9 o'clock at night, okay? Probably going to get some sleep right after this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we're sure that it wasn't vampires, right? You can't confirm that. I don't know. I was just listening to our... should have just like cut its head off and cut its heart out. And right. I was listening to fire. our Vampire Plague of New England episode yesterday. And so that's what's <laughs> on my mind. Uh, yeah. Vampires on your mind? Or so, no. Were people, you know, digging up their relatives and, you know, t- cutting out their... Breaking their rib cages open, taking their hearts up? I was listening to the episode and I keep going, wait, these are Christians that are doing this? Yes, no. <laughs> Christians are cannibals. <laughs> Didn't you listen to our last episode? Christians are literally cannibals, okay? Oh, they do fucked up shit. Oh, my God. I mean, have you read the Bible? It's full <laughs> of fucked up shit, okay? <laughs> Sane people who don't have mental illnesses don't come up with half the shit they came up with, okay? <laughs> so the identity of the man was never revealed, right? But it's likely a vault that is no longer visible anymore oh. since nobody has reported seeing the ghost in the area since they you know filled it in and kind of got overgrown. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but the man isn't the only ghost haunting a lake in the cemetery. Do, do, do. <laughs> so on November 29th, 1927, a lady named Mrs. Ellen T. McCombs wandered among the tombstones in the early morning mist. Nearby grave diggers watched as the gray-haired slender woman, which honestly, I just kept thinking about you. <laughs> just imagining you in like old-timey clothing. Uh, they, they watched as she entered the woods that surrounded Bethesda Lake, which is another lake in the, in the, in the area. Right? Yeah. And unknown to the curious men, this was the place that she decided that she was going to commit suicide. <gasps> so they were watching her to go commit suicide, and they just didn't know it. So the oh. men, thinking that it had been quite a long time since they saw the woman walk in that direction... And I don't know if they were curious to see if she was getting some action, if they can get in on it, or oh my if God. they were just going to look at some dead bitch with some titties out or whatever. So they decided that they wanted to go check in on her and make sure she was doing Oh, I'm okay. sure they were just checking in on her. And uh, none of them really reported seeing anyone coming back from the area or any other man or woman following her. So, yeah. you know, she's completely by herself. So when investigating, the men only found her hat floating in the middle of the lake. Uh, the body was later found uh, after they dragged the lake. And every so often, if you find yourself talk or well, walk in the same... I, 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 present <laughs> Eli fucked us over because I read taking as talking. And then I tried <laughs> saying walking. Uh, so if you find yourself taking the same path as uh, Mrs. T- uh, McCombs, you might just run into her. People have reported you know, that they've seen a strange woman with like a hat because like they're saying like, she was like wearing like just like a regular summer dress, but like like those like really big hats, with, like the ribbons and shit tied around. Yeah, the, just old timey shit. Did she just like load her like 
do like a Virginia Wolf and load her pockets with rocks and walk into the lake? I don't, I don't know, man. Goodness. The report just said they dragged the, the dragged the lake and found her body. Wow. wow. I don't I don't know if she like held onto a, like a boulder and like you know fell through, or if she just like decided to sit down on the bottom and just like through sheer willpower zen not float moment. back to the top. <laughs> Honestly, it's how I imagined you would drown yourself, just zenning out in the bottom of the lake, <laughs> just because you said fuck this shit, nothing matters. Netflix canceled all the good shows, and now it's just Bollywood. <laughs> No, life fuck, is not I worth pay eleven dollars a month for fucking Bollywood. Life honestly. is not worth living anymore. <laughs> we truly do not live in a society. Uh, so, but Mrs. McCombs isn't the only woman to have committed suicide in the cemetery. What? Oh yeah, I, it, there is. I am giving you stories upon stories upon stories on just the cemetery, man. Oh, my just goodness. the cemetery. So uh, we have Mrs. Mary Douglas Scott. Right. Pretty, pretty, you know, yeah. pretty old timey name. She killed herself by drinking arsenic at the cemetery. <laughs> not, uh, not that would not be my chosen way to go. No, no arsenic. Uh, although it, I heard it tastes pretty good. Like, doesn't it, isn't it supposed you... <laughs> to taste like pecan or, or some shit like that? Oh god, like is that the nut, one that right? tastes like almonds? Yeah, something like that. I don't like remember which one. Nuts. There's some poison that tastes like almonds. It's women putting something that tastes like nuts in their mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. We don't have to reinvent the wheel on that one. Oh my! Uh, so yeah, yeah, her Mrs. Uh, Mary Douglas Scott, who you know takes the arsenic sip, and then there was Mrs. Anna T. Osterhoud. There's another one. Yeah, who shot herself with, in the head with a revolver on her husband's grave. Oh my! Goodness. Yeah, she she couldn't. Legend has it she couldn't live without the man. Hmm. So uh, let's not forget about the ghost horses either. Ghost horses. Wait, we have or dogs. Ghost horse. Go, we have a ghost dog. We yeah, have a yeah, ghost yeah, SUV. Yeah, well, it's a <laughs> no, spectral black dog. A spectral. It's not a ghost. It's a special black dog. It's a grim. It's a sign, grim. Sign of death. If you see a grim, we're gonna die. Holy shit! Come on, you didn't shit. fucking read now. Harry I definitely Potter don't want to go. <laughs> no, we gotta go, man. The, no. the, the grim is early morning. Okay, we'll we'll go at night and avoid the grim. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have the ghost horse. Uh, well, so while nobody has reportedly seen the unfortunate animal that died uh, when it ran headlong into a monument, because oh. uh, like the story goes, it was like uh, someone was trying to like hook it up to a buggy and something spooked it and just red. Ran headlong in the straight line and eventually smashed into a monument and died. Oh my god! Uh, as horses do, because they apparently don't have fucking eyes to look forward. <laughs> uh, but ever since then, people have reported hearing a horse. They they've never seen the ghost horse, but they've heard it galloping. Ooh, they gave me chills. Uh, galloping through the uh, through the park. I think that's like the only one that you can kind of see midday or experience midday. Oh, uh, yes. Which is kind of weird because you just, you know, I just imagine it's like a fat English guy with coconuts going. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then you hear a guy crash. <laughs> it's like a Matthew Python skit all of a sudden. Uh, but if you, if you listen carefully, you can hear its hooves and the crunching noise of its skull breaking open. Oh, God. <laughs> I, lo- I love that little, uh, the the little, little detail. detail. And then that, that's it for Albany Rural, Rural Cemetery. You just see a bunch, of, that's like, a, lot. a bunch of random ghosts of people you can't fucking determine who's who. A uh, death specter. Yeah, the the, the Grimm. You, you see the the, uh, the UFOs. You, you see fucking men Fucking in men in black. Uh, you see the, the horse. I want to see the black SUV. I want to see a black Volga. A bunch of women just blowing their brains out <laughs> on their husband's grave oh sites. But if, uh, that, if that, that SUV rolls a window down, I'm, I'm gone. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. And this brings us to Hattie the Hitchhiker. And this is a very contentious uh, story because essentially every town in like the, the country has a story about the hitchhiker. Huh. You know, you know, the it's guy like a pi- cultural phenomenon. Yeah, it's, it's like the guy picks up a girl on the side of the road and then like she just like disappears at the end and he finds that she's like been dead for like, you know, 20 years. Didn't wasn't the they they did that on like Supernatural yeah, on at least one episode. Every town in the country has a Hattie the Hitchhiker story. That's cool. Albany Albany's Hattie the Hitchhiker is uh, argued very very commonly because there are two separate cemeteries that people claim are the cemetery from the story. One is Albany Rural Cemetery, and the other one is the Delaware Ave Cemetery. 
that's hmm. that's there okay. on Delaware Ave. Uh, I don't know which I I'd like to think is probably Albany Rural Cemetery because yeah. that's just where the most of all the other shit happens. And it's fucking well, huge. Let's just get into the Hattie the Hitchhiker story. Yes. So it was a cold, rainy night when a man driving on Delaware Ave sees a girl in a prom dress standing outside of the cemetery. Seeing that she was clearly cold and alone, the man stops to ask if she wants a ride home. Shivering in the passenger seat, the man offers her his letterman jacket. Crank the little tunes. Oh my god. Fucking, I don't know, I'm not doing any more of that song, but I'm trying, <laughs> trying to give you like a creepy, like, you know, because so that song back in the back in the day slapped and, you know, you, you get some ass when you, if you played fucking Tiny Tim. But nowadays, Tiny Tim was ruined by horror movies. <laughs> it's just creepy because everyone knows that motherfucker was crazy. Uh, and again, if you're a 40-year-old man, you should not sound like a 12-year-old boy who put his nuts in the vice. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a great song, though, if you want to get creeped out for a moment. But yeah, just, just imagine just like... Oh, my darling, my Clementine, ragtime gal. <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know what kind of music is supposed to be playing on the radio back then. But, you know, you can clearly see the guy is trying to hit on Hattie the Hitchhiker. Yes. Right? And she's just shivering. She's in her prom dress. Her titties are out. Her nipples are hard. And it's just cold. Right, it's going in a seat. different direction now. It's going in the right direction. <laughs> it's going in the only direction it can go, Mel. <laughs> so it's not until after he watches her, essentially, like, he, he decides to drive her to her house. House, and it's not until he watches her dis- disappear into the house that he realizes that she still had his jacket. Okay. <laughs> so he decides to walk up to the door and he knocks on it to ask for it back because he's, he ain't no fucking punk. You know, he ain't going to give no pussy. He ain't going to get my fucking jacket. Right? <laughs> uh, so he asks for it back only to be surprised at the appearance of an older woman answering the door. Obviously not Hattie. Obviously not Hattie. Or it could be Hattie in like 30 years. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, he says that her daughter, who he just dropped off, still has his jacket. I was wondering if he could get, get that shit back. And she's like, <laughs> nah, fine, just keep his motherfucker. Uh, but the woman kind of shoes him away, yelling that her daughter died years ago after getting hit by a drunk driver. Oh, while shit. she was walking home. From the prom. From, like, prom or whatever. Yeah. And so she yells at him that if he doesn't get, you know, doesn't believe her, then he should go look for himself at Graceland Cemetery. Oh, shit. Uh, and thinking that she must be playing a trick on him, the man drives to the cemetery where he finds his jacket on the headstone of a young <gasps> woman. And that's essentially Damn. the story told across the fucking country. That's interesting. And just about every city has their version of the mysterious hitchhiker. There are many who claim that the Graceland Cemetery is home to one of the oldest ghost stories in our country. Because that, that that is like the oldest ghost story in our country. Yeah. And sometimes the story does feature the Albany Royal Cemetery as the site of the haunting. Nice. So... A lot of people like to say that their city's than the one who came up with it, but Albany's the one who came up with it, <laughs> bitches. We did it first, motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> so says the deuce. <laughs> so says I, Elijah motherfucking Newman. <laughs> Fuck the deuce. I says it. All right, bitch. <laughs> and this brings us to what I think is probably one of the most interesting Albany hauntings, and the one that I knew the least about. We're going to talk about the Tenbrook Triangle. Okay. Uh, and this one might, might, might bring us o- slightly over our uh, episode cap. Because I know you're like, Eli, let's do a quick one. And nothing's ever quick with the deuce. Eli does not go fast. He likes to take his time with the ladies. You know, <laughs> even I, if they're dead. I like to get the foreplay. Even, especially if they're dead, man. You got you to warm them up somehow, right? Oh, they, they've been cold God. on a slab with a toe tag, right? Got to heat them up, man. Got to heat them up. <laughs> uh, now uh, I got I to take a sip of this deliciousness to wash that one down. Jesus uh. Christ. So the Tenbrook Triangle features a few different haunts. It's like three haunts kind of thrown together. Yeah. But it's essentially the area that is now Arbor, or the Arbor Hill uh, Historic District okay. of Albany. Right. So you know, you know where that, I'm talking that about. That I do know where yes. it is. Uh, so it's a seven-block area within Arbor Hill itself, including the Tenbrook Mansion, St. Joseph's Church, and Hall's Place is uh, Neo Hall Place's neoclassical Row House. Okay. So all just all like the, these all old old places. All the old old places. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to start with the Tenbrook Mansion. Okay. So built in 1797 for General Abraham Tenbrook and his wife Elizabeth Van Rensselaer. Oh wait, that was that was the um, that was Cherry Hill. That was yeah. so. Then this is sort of related to Cherry yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah. So this the is families. like the families. Yeah, because you know it's all the fucking people who essentially built New York. Yeah, <laughs> and owned it. Yeah. So the mansion itself was the uh, body double for 
Bly Manor, Mel. Oh, in fact, shit. this building is the inspiration for the turn of the screw. Oh, which I I know you just, you didn't you didn't expect that, did you? No, I did not. Yeah, Bly Manor <laughs> is, ba- uh, is based off of the the Tenbrook Mansion, uh, and it even served as the fictitious manor inspiration. I want to say with they there's 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 contention because I don't know you know I didn't really look into it too much. Yeah. But a lot of people are saying that when they filmed the movie. Like the original movie, because I'm sure they've made like a billion and a half remix. But the original movie, I want to say, was filmed partially in Tenbrook. Interesting. So, like when you when you watch the original uh, film, you see like two or three different mansions. Okay, in, like, so in, in small segments. All right, so Turn of the Screw is a is a really amazing story. Yeah, and it was written in Albany. Was it really? Yeah, the author uh, Henry James. He, he's he's from Albany. That, you know, that's so weird, because, like, The Innocence is the only movie I've seen based on it. Yeah? Yeah. And that took place in, in England. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. And if anyone has not seen The Innocence, you definitely need to watch that movie. <laughs> Even Eli liked it. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> that's a very, very good, creepy, but, creepy movie. It is. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, apparently there is, like, an original, yeah. That, I want to go see it now. You can. I, I think is, they do does tours. Does it still exist? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they still do tours of the place. Oh yeah, I definitely I'm pretty want to sure go they see do that. tours of it too. So apparently Henry James, he was an Albany local and was influenced in not only Albany's history and architecture, but by his brother's work, who was the leading mind in the late nineteenth century psychology. Uh interesting. Okay. Also from Albany and worked in Albany. Nice. So this has been honestly this just proves Albany was once a really nice place before New Yorkers came up <laughs> in the city and destroyed it, man. <laughs> What the fuck happened? Oh, yeah. All the New Yorkers, man. <laughs> All the uncivilized people. <laughs> so uh, while the original owners of the mansion were the Tenbrooks, it was bought by influential banker Thomas Olcott about 50 years after it was built. Why is that name familiar to me, too? Olcott? He, he, Olcott. I, it's one of those names that, like, I want to say, like, Orcutt. Like, if, if you know anyone in New York with the last name Orcutt, I think they are descendants of this guy. Oh, my and goodness. And his family. I could be wrong. I, I knew an Orcutt when I when I went to school. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really ask, but that's my that's my belief on, on the matter. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but it's a, it's a pretty common name in, yeah. in like, central New York. And uh, so he he uh, he was a banker. He bought it about 50 years after it was built, I don't know, from the Tenbrooks. And it was owned exclusively by the Olcott family for the next 100 years until wow. it was donated to the county. So essentially only two families owned the shit. Wow. Uh, and given its history, many people literally died in the mansion and now haunt it. Oh, shit. And I want to say that even if, like, the slightest bit, it influenced uh, the movie Red, or the story Red Rose. What's that? Steve, I want to say it's Stephen King about a haunted mansion that was, like, killing people as it was being built. And there's a whole bunch of crazy shit with it. Oh, it's, like, my God. It was, like, a, like a, they call it, like, a miniseries. But it was, like, yeah. 30 hours of, like, episodes of, like, you know, just, like, a movie that they used to put on TV way back in the day. Just all about I, I it. I think, was, it, was there some of it was on Netflix or something? I don't I know, swear man. I it's, saw it It's called saw Red Rose. Somewhere. It's, it's, like, 10 to 30 hours long. It's fucking long as shit. You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Portions of it. It's, it's, it's a thing that you have to marathon watch it. No, you have to marathon that shit. But uh, there is, you know, there. I, uh, I believe there was a bit of inspiration on, on that as well from the haunted aspect, not the way the building looks aspect. Yeah. Uh, so was, the building is pretty important, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's an old-ass building. A lot of people died in it. A lot of people died to make it. And some of the most prominent ghosts you will see in the mansion is the lady in white. Uh-oh. Which, a lady in white is not a specific ghost. It's a type of ghost. It's like a... Isn't that like an archetype? I guess. Um, of a haunting? Of a type it, of haunting? Yeah, it's just a type of ghost. It's usually the, the lady of the house. Oh. And she'll okay. just appear and she'll, like, be following her, like, the routine she did in life. And that's pretty Oh, much regardless it. of, like, real yeah. living people that are there? Yeah. Uh, if you want to want to hear a... Uh, or read a... Or, read a movie yeah if you want to read a movie <laughs> watch a movie that has a lady in white then you got the movie the others huh uh that's about a lady in white 
I'm not going to spoil it for you motherfuckers who haven't watched the movie that came out in like the early 2000s. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah. But uh, I want to say, yeah, I want to say it was the others. It's about Lady in White. It's a pretty good movie. So uh, while her identity is unknown, some have speculated that the Lady in White could be the ghost of Elizabeth Tenbrook watching over her beloved home or the spirit of their beloved slave, Rosanna, mm. uh, who was in fact interred in the Olcott family plot which is very rare for a slave to be buried with the family. Yeah. She was very loved, apparently. Uh, which shows just how loved she was since most slaves were buried along the outside edges of the Albany Rural Cemetery, which is very true. Oh, the, oh wow, that's when, there when too. You, yeah, when you, when you go to the, the, the outer edges of it, the first like, tombstones you see will be slaves. Wow. And in fact, I think at some point they interred the bodies and put a, a designated a location well after, you know, Silver Rides and shit. Yeah. They, they, they put a designated location for all the slaves, you know, t to be remembered and stuff. Nice. If I remember correctly, it's been forever since I did the research for this thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's one, like one of the nice things white people did for dead black people, I guess. <laughs> so don't say we didn't do nothing for you. <laughs> uh, but uh, at, at night, you can see the lady in white wandering in the windows of Tenbrook Mansion. In fact, I want to say it's the third window on the left on the second floor specifically <laughs> could be wrong but in the lore of women in white the apparition tends to be the lady of the house so it's likely it's elizabeth yeah. uh who is forever trapped reliving the daily routines they once had in life so this takes us to 2011 oh, 2011 uh oh what happened in 2011 so in 2011, ghost hunters from the Tri-City New York Paranormal Society, uh, <laughs> they, they do exist or did exist, had set up some equipment in the historic house. So they got permission to you know go ghost hunting there. And nice. it was around midnight that they started seeing signs of activity in the unoccupied third floor storage area. Uh-oh. Uh, which was where the old servants' quarters was under the old cots. That's where the slaves slept. Uh, there they picked up tappings and scratching noises from a negative en entity. They said, oh, it's a very negative entity. Then Morse code says, get the fuck out. It was Get the fuck out. <laughs> and it wasn't just like the Albany mice and rats, which are fucking everywhere. I mean, I'm sure or the, mice and rats have influenced a lot of ghost sightings. The garbage bandits, the, uh, the fucking the squirrels. trash pandas. Fucking, we don't, I, there, there are aggressive raccoons here, but the there fucking are. squirrels are all over in the trash bins. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pook is always swearing at them and shit from the window, <laughs> yelling at them down in the alley. She's defending us. So they also recorded voices in the mansion. What? So, mm-hmm. They recorded a man's voice in the kitchen saying, go away. <laughs> Might have just been a guy trying to get a midnight Might. snack. You don't know. His dick was out and definitely in the soup. Uh, which was not the first time somebody claimed to have experienced activity in the kitchen itself. Local psychic Ann Fisher... Oh. Local psychic, you know, <laughs> uh, while visiting the property for a seance, stated that she sensed not only the presence of a man in the kitchen, but of a woman who was an invalid in a, in a bedroom. Huh. Uh, unknown to both groups, there in fact had been some renovations done to in the kitchen recently, which would explain the activity. So the ghosts were upset at the renovations. Yeah, yeah ghosts don't like renovations. They don't Damn. like. Yeah, it really fucks with them, and they'll get out and they start screaming at you. Ooh. Uh, yes. And that's why a lot of ghost stories usually involve houses being built on, what, haunted ground. And they don't fucking like that shit. They want to keep it exactly how it was when they died. Come on, Mel. So they're the real, real the spiritual conservatives. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> so I think the mansion is, is essentially now, I, I believe it's a museum. Oh, well, and, we definitely uh, got to go. And since it became a museum, volunteers have have a history of saying that they could hear strange noises, including mysterious flute playing or furniture being dragged around above them in rooms above them. Oh, my God. Uh, not only have there been faces recorded at the site, so, you know, people will take pictures in the mirror, kind of like at a black forest, yeah. see faces in the mirror. But some investigators have captured music, things moving around, and even spirit orbs. Oh, my God. All, all the usual ghosty yeah. shit that you see whenever the place is haunted. And then there's the angry footsteps, the doors being slammed shut, the dark figures walking the halls, and the lady in the white. That sounds pretty busy. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty active place sometimes. <laughs> you know, a lot a lot of happening parties apparently. <laughs> so another notable haunt in the Tenbrook Triangle because it is in fact a triangle occurs in a tall brownstone on the street. 
So on Tenbrook Street, right? So 49 Tenbrook Avenue is the site of an unidentified man who appears in the empty halls of the top floor of the building. Ooh. Building still exists. And the man appears to have no connection to the building or the Tenbrooks itself. And in fact, he appears to not even belong in anywhere close to our century. Huh. And he's not even English. He's He's not. How do they know? Because of the clothes he wears. So the house itself was built in 1859 by George Dawson. Uh, He was born in Falkirk, Scotland, and he eventually came to Albany with uh, Thurlow Weed in 1830. And uh, Weed was friends with Abraham Lincoln, and he was the famous uh, newspaper editor in New York. I knew I recognized that name. And he was integral to Lincoln's connection to the conservative Republicans, in fact. Without Thurlow Weed, without Weed, the Republicans wouldn't be as groovy as they are now. (laughs) So think about that next time you're trying to ban weed, motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, So Dawson eventually rose to the position of a senior editor of the Albany Evening Journal, which I believe is now defunct. I don't think it exists anymore. But he died in 1883, and he was buried at the Albany Royal Cemetery, as was his son, who died in the Civil War. The house phases faces a triangular park, which is why you get the uh, Denbrook Triangle, yeah. which was once the burial ground provided by the Rensselaer family for use by the residents of the Rensselaerwick Manor area. Nice. Uh, after, the, after George's death, the brownstone changed hands several times and eventually became just a rooming house, and now it's like an apartment building. And this is when the activity started. In the late 50s, children in the house first reported seeing a strange man whenever they ventured to the top floor. While not obviously malevolent, the ghost's solemn appearance scared the children and made them not even want to go upstairs anymore. Oh, I wouldn't. But what's strange about the man isn't the fact that he's a ghost, but the fact that he's dressed like a 17th century Dutch soldier, complete with the pikeman's helmet and everything. And the children were they, they identified the, uh, the the clothing as wearing. So they brought them. They brought the they brought the kids to the uh, the, the, the the museum, museum. downtown. And they, you know, said, okay, sh- go, you know, point out what the guy was wearing and point at that, that shit. Oh, oh, and there's no God. way that they could have known what it looked like ahead of time without mm-hmm. seeing it. Because, I mean, how many black kids go to the fucking museum? Oh, I'm just God. saying. So, as, as, as described by the children who had never seen one of uh, one of those before. I yeah. Mean, I've never seen one of those before. I don't know what the fuck it looks like. I had to look up a picture. I would never seen that shit. It's a, it's a pretty unique, cool-looking you know, little helmet. Yeah. So, in fact, it's not common knowledge anymore that there were plenty of Dutch colonies in New York. Most people don't know that, Mel. Well, they should. There's a lot of Dutch names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like anything kill. Anything kill. Anything kill is just yes. means creek. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, no one really knows that. But the man's presence in Tenbrook is strange since closest Dutch settlement was Fort Orange. I don't know where that... That's... It's about two miles away from Tenbrook. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of close, but two miles back then, quite a distance, <laughs> especially for a ghost to travel. Yeah, so, and for what reason? Exactly. So it must mean that he was buried somewhere nearby. And this has led many to speculate that he might be the ghost of a settler buried in the area after an unrecorded skirmish in the area around the 1600s. Oh my god! Because wow. that's the issue with uh, New York. There's a lot of unrecorded skirmishes between settlers and the Indians. Yeah. However, there were no recorded skirmishes on Arbor Hill, and only a few notable deaths on Ar- Arbor Hill, where Tenbrook is. Yeah. Uh, one of which was Captain Daniel Van Creekenbeek. Creekenbeek. <laughs> it's K R I E C K E N B E E C K. Creekenbeek. Yes. <laughs> Creekenbeek. And he was killed uh, in a brutal ambush near uh, Lincoln Park. Wow. What is now known. What is now Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park. Yeah. But if you don't think it's an unnamed soldier or a famous captain, then at least you might think that the theory that the ghost is Dawson himself dressed up in costume just for the fun of it because that's a, something he used to do. <laughs> he used to just like to get dressed up in weird shit and just... <laughs> You know, for the hell of it. So that's hilarious. It, yeah. Being played by a ghost. But those are those are the three different uh, theories. It's, it's, it's some captain dude, it's some Dutch guy, or it's fucking Dawson himself dressed up like a Dutch guy. That's hilarious. And yeah, and, and that's it. Do, do you think we got time for one more? Or, Let's see. I, we we could do one more. I, I, we could do a lot more. 
uh, we, we could talk about Legs Diamond. We could talk about Legs Abraham Diamond's going to get his own episode. Yeah, we, we could talk about SUNY Plaza. We could talk about the state capitol. We could talk about the old education building. We could talk about St. Mary's Church, uh, the Red Lantern Ghost. There's a lot we could talk about. Yeah, let's save those for a part save, we're gonna two. We're going to save them. And right. also Legs Diamond was a very interesting character to yes. me. Because he was a gangster, right? Yeah, he was a... Uh, uh, like an OG pro- gangster. Prohibition gangster. All, one of Albany's... Uh, First and most famous, yeah. and he's gonna get his own episodes, uh, you know, on his own. But I yes. wanted to at least include the haunting aspect because he haunts his house. Does he? Yeah. And his house still stands today. Yeah, it's still there. It's actually on a, a lark. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. He he owned a house on Lark, and you know, I'm just gonna you know just let's just do let's just do Legs Diamond real quick. Just a, just we're, a we're, we're talking teaser about for him. Legs Diamond. We're, yeah, we're we're talking about him as it is. Let's just you know let's just fucking do the uh, the ghost story. Let me let me scroll back down to that. Do, All do, right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Fill the void with some other bullshit rant that you got because I know you, you've been awfully quiet. Bullshit rant. You've been I'm awfully listening quiet to this stuff because I'm not usually interested in ghost stuff very much. But the fact that it's local. And we could actually go to some of these places is really cool, interesting right? to me. And yeah. honestly, I thought we'd have a, a lot more jokes, but we've been kind of somber. <laughs> it, it's nice, you know. We're just relaxing, talking, you know, slowly and calmly. Yeah. And just you know, having alcohol and having an actual conversation, and we're not blurting inappropriate shit at each other, and we're not yelling <laughs> at each other. And I am yes. overly exhausted, and I am losing track of what I'm saying because I'm <laughs> overly exhausted. And no, and I have coffee. You have booze. I have coffee. And it's not the booze. It's not. This is my first not. drink in like three hours. <laughs> 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 I can handle my shit. All right, so let's just get through legs diamond. Legs ha- diamond haunting his bedroom real A quick, teaser. and then we can you know yes. end the end, end the episode. <laughs> not that I want to end the episode, but Mel is looking at me like "fuck you, motherfucker." <laughs> Apparently, you got shit to do today. Hey, I got laundry to do. Yeah, yes, you do. So, uh, prohibition era gangster Legs Diamond is as is a, a well known Albany celebrity. If you are in Albany and you didn't know his existence, fuck you, you're not from Albany. <laughs> so he's a notorious bootlegger who was shot dead in the small upstairs room of uh, 67 Dove Street. So I apologize. Oh my God, it's Dove, Dove Street, Street, not Lark Street. It's Dove, but Dove is like right there, pretty much. Yeah, that's right. You you live like one street down from yeah. Dove Street. That's cool. Yeah. Because I lived on J Street, so it's like Lark Street, J Street, and then I want to say Dove Street was like the yeah. next street over. Or at least it was the next bus stop over. <laughs> yeah. uh, so many occupants of the house have uh, reported the sound of late night footsteps and voices on the stairs leading to the room where Legs Diamond was gunned down on December 18th, 1931. 1931. Uh, okay, others cool. have literally seen Legs sitting in his room listening to the footsteps of his killer walk up the stairs towards him. Oh my God. And that's it. It's just people in the house said, this motherfucker sits at the end of my bed, and he's just listening to, like, the footsteps of doom. (laughs) Uh, Sucks for a gangster, you know? Just constantly being murdered over and over and over again for all time. Well, I thought it was a pretty interesting little little tidbit to throw in there. Yeah. So now, you know, you get the teaser, now you gotta know, okay, how did he end up getting killed? Why did he end up getting killed? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's an actual story here. And it's kind of nice. Yes, a little, nice. bit, a little bit of a cliffhanger. And was interested in the... He's an OG gangster, man. Yeah. Prohibition gangsters. And it's kind of weird because I actually lived in the Knickerbocker building on uh, on on J Street. And that, that like... That, that, that building's been through some shit. <laughs> it, it went through some shit while you yeah, were there. Yeah, while I was there. I had a fire that I wasn't aware of. It was really crazy. <laughs> it's been bought by, like, a bunch of, like, people who just, like, treat like a slumlord now. But, yeah. Uh, it started off like I remember. I want to say it started off as a brewery, and then it became a hotel, and then now it's like an apartment complex. Yeah. But I want to say that during the time that it was a hotel, Legs used to frequent it. Oh my goodness, that's. I awesome. could be wrong, but I want to say that was one of his like hookup spots. Also, since he was you know a, a booze runner, yeah, might have been a place he supplied. Uh, although I would imagine that the speakeasy would have been in the basement, and it had a creepy fucking basement. Homeless people go down there to smoke crack and fuck. What is that? Where your laundry room was? No. Oh, okay. No. I was gonna say, God, you weren't going down we, there. Remember were you? when we would hang out on the side, like the side steps, and you yeah. have like that, like that, like steps staircase that would go down. That's where the basement was. Oh my god. Yeah. The entrance uh. was on the outside. Homeless people used to go down there, fuck and break shit. And in fact, 
fucking Verizon wanted to charge me like a couple hundred bucks because homeless people took an axe to like the where, where like downstairs so, like down there they had like where all the internet connections yeah. and stuff and someone took an axe and like broke like the panels and stuff oh. for Verizon oh and uh, Verizon was like that's your fault I'm like how the fuck is that my <laughs> fault uh, so when I was trying to, when I first moved in I was trying to get like internet they were like you know we're gonna charge you the shit ton of money it's like fuck you oh my god <laughs> and now like we're we went from Lugs Diamond to fucking Verizon. Yeah, well, they're all criminals. Yeah, they're all criminals. <laughs> but that, that's all I got for all the hauntings. There's a shit ton more to talk about, and we will, we will talk do about more. them. Uh, but I, I covered pretty much like the big ones. Yeah, the, and I'm the, very the interested in going ones. to that uh, Albany Rural Cemetery. If we can, yes. <laughs> we can find it and find night, a way to get we there. We have to go at night, Mel, and I'm pretty sure it closes at night, so we have to sneak in. Oh, my you God. For the things, that, cr- the things we crimes, do. Mel, the things we do the for the deuce. Only if we can figure out. I do, man. This is not yet China, so they cannot. You're already a scumbag. You know they can't uh, deduct my social credit score for jaywalking. No, but they can. At six in the morning, when there's no traffic. Break into a cemetery and start fiddling with the bones. I just want to see the uh, black Volga. The yeah. black SUV. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, right? But, I mean, again, everyone in Albany's got a black SUV. I mean, <laughs> how many wannabe rappers and, like, drug dealers are in Albany now? <laughs> they all drive, S- like, black SUVs, man. Let's, <laughs> let's be real here. You, you might be seeing more than just the men in black in them. <laughs> uh, and on that note, Mel, what are we plugging? we got to plug our Twitter, right? Yes. The, the Deuce, Deuce underscore, underscore podcast. podcast. It's the place you want to go if you want to yell at us, look at, you know, cat pictures Mel's which tits, i don't know if i've feet. actually posted any i was looking for some yesterday we gotta find some really super i cute mean I, i'm not the social media guru anymore you are you're <laughs> in charge of the podcast so hop to start putting this stuff up there for the uh, three people who are if you, know, you want to if you want to make suggestions for stuff that we yes that for us to research we will always take on. suggestions yeah. uh we won't be like oh we'll do that when the next immediate one because you know fuck you it's our show, but <laughs> we'll definitely put it on the list of hey, shit to get done. Ideas are always eventually. good, and we always want to know what you all want to listen to. I've been using this book as a coaster. I noticed and that. I just like soaked through like twelve pages. Yes, at least that's one of yeah. your books and not mine. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I apologize, Clive Barker. I okay, ruined. I was going to say, what is that? That's uh, Clive Barker. It, it's the Book of Blood. I want to say it's the fourth, uh, fourth volume. <laughs> just fuck Clive Barker. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> And you know what? I'm just going to put my drink back on that pocket. <laughs> but it's in a different spot now. It's in a different spot. Uh, oh what else God. are we plugging? Uh, the I, website. You're, you're working which on I'm the website. Working on someday. You, you've been oh, saying the old saying, song and dance the past year. <laughs> Eventually, you'll like actually do it. I was trying to work overtime. so like one day off a week. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, wait. Something. So I was listening to our episodes yesterday, and there's yeah. something we kept plugging over and over again we haven't done yet. What? The Golden State Killer. When do we start that? Oh, you see, I was trying to like, <laughs> make sure people would forget that. I put like four hours of research into it last night. Did you really? Yeah, and I still haven't just... I, Even I'm enough still, for one episode? I'm still... I mean, yeah, you could do one episode, but I mean, <laughs> I'm still halfway through. I'm at victim 17 of the uh, East like Area 50? Rapist case, and there's 50 fucking cases of just the East Area Rapist, Then you have to talk about the original Night Stalker case, and then you have to talk about like the, the, the cat bird burglar case, because it's all the same fucking guy. <laughs> so, I mean... I was I was he, I was gonna wait until I got done with the East Area Rapist research, okay. did that, and then while we're working on that, I could work on the original Night Stalker cases. Yeah. He's essentially like the Jack the Ripper of the of, of like fucking California. Cal- oh yeah, of California. Yeah, and, and again, it was an unsolved case until For about a like a couple time. years ago when they fucking caught him because yeah. of like that twenty three and Me bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing he couldn't fucking you know plan for. <laughs> Was technology oh. and someone in his family <laughs> spitting in a tube? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. That's though. right. But yeah. um, someday yeah. we, we will be doing the Golden State Killer, which is a really interesting case. It's the plan next case. So once we okay. finish uh, the Taco Bell Killer, or, yeah, we still have I know I, I, we call him Taco Bell Killer. It's supposed to be Taco Bell Strangler, but fuck it, he's a killer. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, he—that's our current serial killer, and then the Golden State uh, Killer, or just the Eurons. I think we're just going to call it the Eurons because it's the acronym for everything. Yes. That just to me feels a lot better because we're covering all of that shit. That's going to yeah. be like the next serial killer, you know. That'll be a very series. long series. And it will be a very long series. Uh, I thought that I would cut down on some of the victims of like the East Area Rapist and not cover, you know, each and every yeah. one. 
but that kind of seems like it's doing a bit of a disservice and also a, it's less about the him, how he did the crimes and like you know like the oh he did this to her and he did that to her and it's more about the evolution of his crimes yeah and each each case i find it just adds a little bit more to the evolution I'm like fuck i gotta talk about this one so i'm still trying to find a way to cut fat you know because i'm at like i think my notes are like forty three thousand words yeah and if anybody wants a, a preview, there's a pretty good documentary. I want to say that was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. It's not great. No, but none it's of a it's pretty great. good. It's a pretty good introduction. Although I know we'll probably flame the documentary when we do the case, but the fucking lady was like oh, the, the author who was writing a book on it. She and happened then she to have like a stroke had or something. a stroke midway and died, and they're like, With and he claimed another victim. Yeah, and it's, we just looked at each other and went, "What?" But it, it, it's it, it was a decent. It was a decent, it was a documentary. decent uh, documentary. It didn't give me anything i didn't already have in my notes or no yeah uh a lot of notable uh podcasters who i just can't stand like the, their voices were tolerable but then i saw the way they looked and i and uh, i got the two together this, and i can't stand the, that's the, why we are not the, a video yeah, podcast <laughs> I, I, just, I can't stand that honestly nothing against them i'm sure they're nice people but people would hold a lot it, against it was us just great. No, trust me like, nobody they, wants to see us the the, the documentary <laughs> got to a point where it was just grading and they were just doing a bunch oh, of that's right, up the shit. podcasters yeah, and they were just yeah. oh, they were just doing a bunch God. of yeah, make-em-up like, shit go and back really podcasting yeah just be a podcaster we can't be in documentaries because our entire personality is completely also, random and you never wear a shirt yeah and i never wear a shirt thank <laughs> you for telling people that no they needed to know that i I'm never just wear sitting a shirt across the desk from the, this hairy <laughs> ape with headphones on every fucking weekend <laughs> yes and this is why we can't be in a documentary but i mean it's, it's, it's a good documentary it is if you don't know much about it you want a little because the teaser. case is just absolutely bizarre yeah, and it oh, goes yeah, on no, for it's decades bizarre, and they do and the documentary actually does a good good uh, like I, I, I felt they focused too much on the victims, not so much on the case and the, yeah. the killers himself. But they, they do a pretty good job getting at least a few of the notable uh, survivors of him. You That's know, right. In there for yeah. the interview, even though I, I thought it was just you know t- tasteless in the way they were kind of doing it a little bit. Yeah, just, just a I thought so. Bit. I thought so too. But uh, I, this is not a review for the documentary. Mom. No, <laughs> that's just so if you guys want to preview. That, that's we, coming we'll down. It's that. coming down the pipe. We got a lot of, bunch of other shit coming down the pipe. It's all the same shit, you know. <laughs> but from the last episode the and this episode, I'm pipe. still working on the exact same cases. Nothing changes. <laughs> not even my shirt. <laughs> I've been outed. I'm a shirtless freak, and my titties be slapping. Oh my God. Be slapping my titties. Uh, uh, I got nothing else to uh, the, the plug. No. I got nothing. We're not really doing anything. <laughs> we don't do anything ever. You just sit across the table, stare at my fat titties. <laughs> I stare across the table, wishing you had titties. Just, How you doing I over there, just, little? And egg I cup? just always keep hoping that Puka can you stop running around. Can you stop running around a little bit. No, yeah, see, not going to stop we running around. We always complain and say, "Oh, she's you know making noises," and we always apologize, but never fucking hear on the on the back I end of the audio. I hear so loudly through my headphones, yeah. but then when I listen to the episode, yeah, I'm not hearing. Like it. after editing and shit, like I, I don't. Even so really do you all think that anything. we're crazy because we're always saying, "Oh, we apologize." this and you're not hearing anything <laughs> indeed well let's just let's, let's uh let's end this let's end this episode because we're kind of you know spiraling <laughs> at this point and let's let's stop over ahead and before we say something gets us canceled <laughs> uh, so yes. how do we end every show mel don't, don't fuck, fuck in, in the, the woods. woods and if you're gonna party in the cemetery do it at night <laughs> yes you. those of us that deliver us some evil want to thank you for listening All of our episodes are available at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. For the latest news, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash deliverussomeevil or email us at deliverussomeevilpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, don't fuck in the woods. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you stole and C is for the church I built for you. I worship you all over town and I finally set my temple down and you swooped in and desecrated all. A is for alcohol and B is for the burning embers of my soul ejaculated premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol and B is for the blood you stole and C is for